Pray with me. Come, O life-giving creator, and rattle the door latch of our slumbering hearts. Awaken us as you breathe upon a winter-wrapped earth, gently calling to life virgin spring. Awaken in these fortified days of Lenten prayer and discipline our youthful dreams of holiness. Call us forth from the prison camp of numerous past defeats and narrow patterns of being to make our ordinary lives extraordinarily alive through the passion of love. Show to us during these Lenten days how to take the daily things of life and by submerging them in the sacred, to infuse them with a great love for you, O God, and for others. Guide us to perform simple acts of love and prayer, the real works of reform and renewal of this overture to the spring of the Spirit. O Mother and Father and Creator, help us not to waste these precious Lenten days of our soul's spiritual springtime. Amen. Of all the things that have and can be said about the purpose of this season of Lent, these 40 days leading us to Easter, I find the words in this prayer that we just offered by Edward Hayes encapsulated all that I hope for us as we start this journey today. In short, I hear these words crafting an invitation of an intentional time of uncovering and remembering who we are at our very core, loved and forgiven, and always just moments away from times of grace and humility. Too often, I think we conflate the word humility with the word humiliation. And on a day such as this, I think it's worth stopping for just a moment to remember the difference. Ash Wednesday is about the former, not the latter. Ash Wednesday is about calling us to a place of deep truth and authenticity. Ash Wednesday is about remembering who we are called to be, kind and generous, compassionate and humble. We are called this day to put down our need to win or be first or to present ourselves for perfect packages in the world. The call to humility is the invitation to be reminded of our blessedness within the context of our sometimes very messy, broken lives, and to face fully for even just a moment into our need for forgiveness and healing and grace. Ash Wednesday is a time to consider the deep symbolism of the ashes that we will soon receive on our foreheads, to remember that these ashes have been made by burning last year's Palm Sunday branches, the symbol we used then to welcome the arrival of Jesus, who we thought was coming to be our triumphant, all-powerful, kick him in the butt, review, reveal, reveal us from all oppressive forces kind of king. But instead, our ancient narrative told us that instead Jesus turned everything upside down as he was condemned to die for a love that could not be refused or contained. 
He would not deny that the only thing that could have saved us and saves us still from ourselves is love. These ashes are a remarkable symbol calling us to a different kind of path, a different and I would suggest humbler and literally more gritty way of walking in the world. These ashes are our calling card out into the world, urging us to follow the kind of path that perhaps led you here today. Ashes are about as gritty as it gets. They smear and smell and remind us that life is indeed messy. When pressed into our foreheads, we cannot deny that we are more than just spiritual beings walking around in a body. We are flesh, and yes, we are dust, and to dust we shall return. So in this life, in this in-between time of then and now, how shall we live it? The invitation today is to spend it considering what a time in the wilderness of your life might look like. A time, perhaps, to consider what this season of self-examination and reflection might have in store for each of us, individually and collectively, as a community. In a few minutes, we will hear the ancient words said year after year in our tradition, inviting in us into what we call a holy Lent. This year, somehow, I am more keenly aware of the obvious. I realize that what this season, this journey has, is completely dependent upon our receptivity. In other words, we will hear these words as we have some of us for years and embrace them, or perhaps we will just hold them at a distance. At a distance because they just don't sound right anymore, or they just don't feel relevant in our modern lives anymore. This is a choice, of course. We have all well-developed attributes of reason and an exquisite ability at times to articulate how busy we are, how important we are, how we don't have time for this kind of a season. We couldn't possibly make time to slow down or simply embrace some quiet, some prayer, some fasting, maybe even some reading of sacred texts. And yet this year, I fear that we hold these words at an arm length at great risk to ourselves. We are teetering on a precipice of rampant, indulgent, and self-centeredness as a country. Unable or unwilling, it doesn't really matter which, to embrace true humility and a posture of openness. I can feel overwhelmed and depressed easily these days. And so a Lenten invitation to take on a time of quiet introspection and self-reflection feels like a radical and powerful response. Jesus reminds us today that greatness is something perhaps altogether different than what we have spent most of our lives thinking. Our words from scripture tell us that achievement by the world's standards have precious little to do with what makes us great in the eyes of God. Instead, we are invited to go into our rooms our private places where we are truly ourselves, places where there is no one to impress or to worry about. And then once we have found our way to those private places, to look around and notice and feel 
and maybe see what it's like to be in the presence of God and love and eternal peace. The irony in that for me is that when I do find that place, what I think we're doing is simply remembering who we have been called to be from the start. Children of God, broken and blessed, travelers on a journey leading us home and back to our truest selves. So as we begin this Lenten journey, may we make ourselves available to remembering those deep truths as we journey through Lent this year. I pray that we take time to listen well, to sit still, and to hear that quiet voice in each of our lives, the voice that too often is drowned out by the noise of our very busy lives. Listen for the questions that are waiting to be heard. Listen for the places that are needing to be forgiven. Listen for the truths that are yearning to be embraced. Pack only what is essential for the journey, Open your heart and let down your guard. And may you never forget that you are loved. Traveling mercy. May it be so.